to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. All right, before we jump into this episode, I'd like to encourage you, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Habits to Goals podcast. Do us, Henry and I, a huge favor, if you could please, leave a review. And finally, if you're new to the program, you're looking for a quick resource and a great tool, just text me, us, at 33444. Again, that's 33444, and simply text four goals. That's the number four, G-O-A-L-S. So that's four goals to 33444. You'll be dialed in. You'll get the template right away. Now let's bring it back to this episode of Habits to Goals. All right, we are back. Thank you for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached... Habits to goals. Habits to goals. Habits to goals. (laughs) And in the studio once again, I'm three for three lately. I have uh, none other than Henry J. Evans, the marketing master. You can always find him at getclearmarketing.com, right? .com. You got it. .com. All right. How you doing, Henry? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. And... Really excited about this one. We were talking about when we're going to do this one. I said, I think this is this is a, just an awesome topic. Is this this is a mind bullet, right? I believe so. Yeah. I be- oh no, it isn't. It's a. I think you're right. My bad. It's a frequently asked Friday. Yeah, I was going to say I've got a question mark <laughs> at the end of it, but oops, we can fit them in. No, this yeah, this should be a question. And you know what the question is, don't you? I do. I will. I will read the question, which Wait. is okay. GTR first. <laughs> GTR launched a new online program and have had my first successful um, leads coming in from that, which is really exciting. So I'm happy about that. That's fantastic. And I can't read my GTR, but it was a good one. No, it's a great one. <laughs> Yes, of course. So this is what it is. The fact is, and I was showing you the numbers, before I could even thank the amazing listeners that this brand new show, I I know we say we're in our third season, but really we've only done like 20 or 30 and then taken a break and 20 or 30 taking a break. So relatively very new show. Uh, It sounds like three years, but it's from the inception, it's been 18 months with a lot of breaks. So I consider it a brand new show. Before I could thank the amazing listener that we've topped 100,000 downloads, we're fast-tracking towards 120. So the trajectory is amazing. And now we got, not only do we have uh, other sweet sponsors, but now we have some really cool outlets like Stitcher and SoundCloud and that sort of thing. So um, that's my GTR. I I like the tra- that's a good one. Yeah, the trajectory of the show and the growing audience and the feedback we're getting. 
So having said that, make sure you continue to subscribe and please leave a review. All right, Henry, what is the FAF, Frequently Asked Friday? This is a good one for Friday, which is what's the number one mindset or trait that successful people have? Oh, well, (laughs) yeah, this is... This is hard to, it's hard to I, narrow I think, it down. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is um, a great discussion, a great mm-hmm. start to a great discussion that we could probably go on and on. People have written thousands of books about this. Do you want to start with a few thoughts here? You know, one of the ones that I got from a, a very successful parent that I really liked, and I'm trying to remember where I wrote it down. I wrote it down somewhere, but it says that the most valuable thing you can teach your kids in order to have them be successful. And again, we've kind of defined success before, but I mean, I mean, you and I have very similar definitions, the progressive realization of a worthy goal. So if you're on the right track, you're already successful. But um, in order to be successful is whenever you hear anything negative, you want it to almost be a cue card for you to think positive thoughts and and I'll and I'll give an example of this. So I, I had a client, um, uh, an amazing website called Strong Marriage Now. She teaches people how to uh, basically save their marriage and have a great marriage. Which, by the way, you want to know the number one secret to having a great marriage? Uh, yes, please. Spend time with your spouse. Really? That's it. The number one thing. Most married couples spend, on average, how many hours a week together without kids or anything else? How many would you think? Oh, I think less than one. Yeah, it's it's one hour a week. <laughs> and the average couple having an affair, how many hours a week do they spend together? Oh, it's probably like four or five. Fifteen. Ah. Fifteen. So long story short is is you know, don't have an affair, spend the time with the person you're already with, and that's the secret to having a good marriage. In any case, so Amy, who's the founder of that company, she got Google slapped. And if you've ever had an online business, it's where basically all your Google um, ads get rejected and you get negative press, if you will, for your search engine optimization. And she literally had trained herself, and I, I'd done a lot of work with her to get to this point, and I need to do it myself more, is when something bad happens, you literally raise your arms up in the air and say, yes, and you get excited because something good's going to come out of it. And so it's that knowing something good's going to come even when you're going through something negative. I think that's one of the the better ones that I've seen for this particular topic. I look, yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm never going to argue with this idea of being positive or optimistic. I shared in a prior episode how one of the big shifts for me was from this small pie mentality to the the bigger pie mentality. Um I used to brag about being negative in the sense that, I mean, this is many, many moons ago, but it was my rationale was that way you won't be disappointed, (laughs) you know, being a Mm -hmm. pessimist, right? Right. Um, How foolish that was. So, (laughs) but, you know, many, many years later. So for me to answer this question, I think of, I'm, I'm, so one answer is kind of cheating because it rolls in like three traits. And then the other, um, I can't not mention. 
So doesn't matter what order. I'll just start with the the first one, which is confidence. Mm. Um, it's a lot of times because I hate absolutes. I hate saying anybody you know has to do one thing or another. Um, but you go if if you just test theories by going after their opposite. So try to envision. Anybody you or I consider a great success, and I'm not saying were they confident 100% of the time, but but as they are when they succeeded, like, confidence had to be there. Right. Right? I mean, it's just almost inextricable. You cannot remove that. Um, and I think... So was, how do you how do you get and keep? Well, yeah, we'll talk in. about that. But I, I want to get to so so <clears throat> so I think confidence and and it was Aristotle, I believe. I always do this, um, who said confidence is the mother of all virtues. In other words, you to have any others, it really kind of starts there. Um, the other one is this, and this is why I say it's cheating because it's a very buzzy word now. And I, I still don't think a lot of people understand what it means. Grit. Mm. Um, I, I don't think confidence is enough. So I'm kind of cheating to answer this, uh, because there are two in my head, there are at least two mindsets, confidence and, and grit. And obviously I think you got to be positive and optimistic. So, um, but grit means to me that you are resilient. Mm-hmm. So when bad, stuff happens <laughs> you can bounce back that's really what that's the definition of resilience which in many ways is the optimism you're referring to um it also means you're persistent which is different than resilient it it's the ability to keep hanging in there no matter how long it's going to take and the third thing it really means is you're adaptable. You have this, and, and maybe even a fourth, fourth thing, which is this growth mindset. So <clears throat> you roll those all up. <laughs> those are all really good. You know, resilient, um, persistent, adaptable. The people I know, and I was one of them raising my hand, who, you know, hard-nosed, set in their ways, it's it's a recipe for disaster. The Darwin's great quote, it's not the strongest, right, or the smartest species that survives. It's the most adaptable. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and what we're trying to do is survive and, and excel in our business, and that is you gotta you gotta adapt. And I hate saying you gotta do anything. So so you wrap those all up and then you, you, you put them in a bow with positivity and optimism. And I think you have a fantastic formula. Um, so anyhow, that's probably how I'd answer it if we have to keep it short. I like that a lot. It makes me think of, I think it was a Winston Churchill quote where he's talking about persistence. Yep. And, you know, just the, the importance of, and I, and I think the quote is that, you know, um, 
persistence alone is omnipotent. Yeah, that's if I remember that's right. Coolidge. Oh, okay, Coolidge. It, was, it was Coolidge. Yeah, yeah but but yeah. yeah, it's it's omnipotent. It's like it's it's if you think smarts is it, it's not because there are the world is filled smart with, with with smart people who are living in not successful. Yeah. yeah. And if you think it's, and you know, you can go through the long, long list and he comes to the conclusion that it's persistence. Yeah. I like that word grit you use too, which really kind of summarizes for me confidence and persistence and the, just this ability to bounce back. Right. And, you know, we were talking about some things that I'm going through on the, on, on the business front with one of the businesses I'm involved with. And, <laughs> you know, that's, I, I think that's, that's the key thing. It's just like, do you have grit to keep going? Because no matter who you meet, anybody who's had any degree of success, and I find the more successful somebody is, the more they've had to go through the crud. That's absolutely correct. I've yet to meet anybody. <laughs> and really the people that I see that are the most successful have gone through the most crud, whether it be yeah. a formal bankruptcy or an informal where they just lost a bunch of stuff. I mean, whatever. And that's, that's why this, this term has a lot of, uh, traction, I believe. It's, is, it's this recognition that everybody's going to go through hell. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a Churchill quote. If yes. you're going through hell, keep going. Keep going. Yep. And, and that's, that is what grit represents. You're just going to keep going. Right. You're going to adapt. You're going to, you're going to test something else. You're going to be flexible. You're going to persist and then you're going to persist some more. So, um, yeah, this is, this is such an important one. And so one thing I was thinking that I, that I wanted to save for last on the comments that I had is when you, when you meet somebody who's going through the toughest time, it's usually right before they have a breakthrough. And I can't tell you how many people I've seen that stop if we use a sports analogy on the one yard line, right. yeah, you know what? It's just too hard. I'm going to give it up. I mean, I had one client and she had an awesome idea, man. And she was so close mm. and she called it a day and I, I'm convinced she was on the one yard line. Wow. And so you never know, but usually it's right around that you get that steepest part of the hill or the worst part of the defense right when you're at the goal line. So you got to push through that. And that reminds me your, your question before we hang up here, um, your question about confidence. So it's so important. Mm-hmm. How do how do you how do you have confidence, particularly when you're not confident? Right. <laughs> <laughs> any any thoughts on that? I want to hear yours on this one. Well, yeah, this one. Uh, so the first thing that comes to mind is this idea. It sounds cheesy, but you can, I'm sure you can find a ton of proof, scientific and otherwise, the fake it till you make it. Fake the it idea you yeah. that you fill yourself with confidence that, um, you believe, then there's concepts like faith. Um, but yeah, really acting confidently, even in the face of total uncertainty brings more confidence. And a lot of times that can be with changing, you know, your physiology too. And 
um, how you're standing, how you're breathing, mm-hmm. where your chin is, where your shoulders are. Um, yeah. If if you doubt that, because it sounds kind of cheesy, um, when you see people in particular, uh, you know, in a difficult situation, their physiology, their shoulders will be rolled forward, their head will be down. Um, yeah. And and that's just to say that you can fake it to a certain degree and give yourself the the attitude and posture even if you are not confident. That's yeah. at least one. Yeah, that's that's a huge one. And that's that's the biggest thing I got when I went to a Tony Robbins event where he spoke. He was supposed to speak for I think two hours and he spoke for four and the promoter was furious with him, but it was really good. But the but the gist of it was that if you're not happy, move. Like physically get up and he had us, you know, standing up and high fiving people. And I mean you see these rah rah events, but you know, motion creates emotion is what he said. So if you're ever down or upset, um do some jumping jacks, go for a walk, take your dog out, uh get your blood flow moving, um, you know, lift weights, whatever it is for you, do some push ups. I mean, just something to get your blood flow moving usually is going to be enough to lift your state. So it's kind of that fake it till you make it. It's like just move your body. And the other thing, um, a lot of times, more times than I think we we will admit, we have time to prepare. And it's incredible the more you plan, prepare, and practice – and I'm going to say that again, the more you plan and prepare and practice, mm-hmm. the more confidence you have, yeah. largely because you're habituated to the scene. So that can bring confidence as well. The other thing is <clears throat> this idea that recognizing, how, how do I say this gently? Almost nobody knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have, you have a lot of people running around faking it anyways. And that's so true. I mean, look at, look and, at any big company. It's like, yeah. And so I'm just adding a little levity to the situation, but the reality is you can do that and realize that everybody is just forging and crafting their own little stories and you and this leads towards belief which was going to be my last comment we are all uh your insecurity my insecurity in any situation is a story we're telling ourselves a lot of times it's i'm not prepared i'm not used to this i haven't been here i i don't know this i don't know that they're all they're all experts i'm an idiot whatever it is you're just you're just crafting a story in yeah, your head. Just a story. So, so, and I'm looking at that stone over your head. Whether you think you can or you can't, you are right. You're right. Henry Ford. So these things all cyclically, if you will, it brings us right back to how are you confident? Well, you, you believe. How do you believe? Well, you're confident, you know? Um, so that's my take on that. And you, again, you wrap these all up and I think you have the key traits, uh, 
of of uh, quote unquote success. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree. And then I'll just add just uh, just one last thing, which Please is Please do surround yourself with people that oh, also genius. are you know breeding success and working towards success and are successful. And then if you don't have that, because sometimes people don't have access to people Absolutely. that are positive, it's join an online group and read books. I mean, you go read some of these, bi- I mean, some of these either autobiographies or just biographies of famous people, and you can't help but get excited and right. you know pumped up and confident and positive. And believe. And believe. And believe, because you yep. tend to hear that they're, they came from nothing, very humble be- beginnings. Um, anyway, so we touched on a lot more than one key trait, uh, but we, I think, I think we Those are covered all good. it pretty well. Those are all good ones. Yep. Thank you, Henry. That was brilliant. All Thank right. You. Uh, say goodbye, Henry. Goodbye, Henry. Thank goodbye, you for everybody. listening. Remember to leave a review and uh, subscribe, and we'll see you later. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going? It's phenomenal. It's I, The more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.